ignite your passion for God and for his work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Please put your hands together for her, Justicia Ampong, as she shares with us what God has done for her. Praise the Lord. Pacha Femi Justicia Ampong, if you put full vine. Pacha Bea last month, maybe I miss some mommy or baby, but baby or some mommy, I'm here in the crane, I'm in Pesemeco. But make I a bishop preaching, be all the Maya Wahase. Say message what the mawa has say and are in our father. And see your can't say and or can say be a month so see a buyer soft for months was answering our see a buyer mammy. And to me genial no so called baby I'm a mammy so mammy. And to make what kind was I make of fine me do her not time I'm there concerned the answer. And to me and I say not me do a can my cat seeds back into me as I'm a diminuacket to our babets and I'm so. Baby I'm yes I'm a quarter I'm a quarter nasty and will be charming home. Ekọ and so I had a nano pay who was sorry, Munasa won't yes, she was sorry anymore. Now, about sorry, can now cost sad, yeah. Make us a found so found so shame. Now, young couple, insure a babble. Amen. Hallelujah. Put your hands together. Wow. I see God delivering you. Oh, you, you I see God delivering you. Yes. Just as she delivered us, he delivered our sister. God will also deliver you in Jesus' name. Amen. We want to take our scripture, our memory verse for this week. And why, I want us to be on our feet and welcome Reverend Michael to lead us in memorizing our scripture for this week. Hallelujah. Clap your hands for Jesus for the deliverance. And many such deliverances are already in the church. Amen. Hallelujah. Are we excited to be in the presence of God this morning? Then give the Lord a clap offering. Amen.
shine, your light is come. The Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen. Oh, Gentiles shall come to your light, and kings to it brightness. Ah, your It should come to pass. It should come to pass. Oh, it should come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established. In the top of the mountains, be exalted above the hill. Shall flow, it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house it shall be established in the top of the mountains, be exalted above his own nation. Flow, it shall come to of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountain be exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow into it oh they shall flow into it Shall flow into it. Oh, shall flow into it. Shall flow into it. Hallelujah. Amen. So much work to do. 
an urgent task awaiting you. So Die. 
want you lead them to the Jesus. What a beautiful Sunday. I know your life will never be the same again. Father, we thank you for the privilege to be in your presence. Thank you for the honor of your presence. Thank you for the blessing of being in the congregation of the saints. Let this encounter define our destinies. Let this encounter Move us to higher realms in our walk with you. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, you may be seated. Mawirami Oklu, blessing us.
clap your hands once again. This morning, I'm sharing with you 25 reasons why you must join in building the mega church. Our church is called the mega church. A mega church is a big church. Mega church it is not a micro church. And if you are a member of this church, there are reasons why you must not be aloof, not sit back and fold your hands. All of us want God's blessings. We are conscious of God. We are conscious of the difference he makes in our lives. How many of you want God to bless you? Now, it is that blessing that is the question. How do you come by the blessing of God? A million dollars cannot buy the blessing of God. Education in the world's best universities cannot grant you the blessing of God. Being handsome will never grant you the blessing of God. You can be married and not have the blessing of God. That is the reason why we serve God. The Bible says in Exodus 23 and verse 25 that ye shall serve the Lord and he shall bless thy bread and thy water and I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. Ye shall serve the Lord and he shall bless your bread and your water. That is why we serve God. So that he can bless our bread and bless our water. It is not enough to buy bread. The bread you buy can kill you. But it is the blessing of the Lord that changes it 
from something evil to something that is a blessing. It is not enough to buy bread. It is also important that your bread is blessed. It is not enough. I can see a newly married couple here. When, please, can you stand up and give the church a wave? All the way to the back. Give a wave. Continue waving. No, no, no. You don't, the lady is the man who waves like this. The lady doesn't wave like this. You wave like this. Yes. <laughs> with a, yes, with a smile. So it can be a president's wife one day. Yes. Clap your hands for them. It is not enough to have a wedding and wear white to come to sit in church. The marriage must be blessed. We call the wedding the blessing of the marriage. I don't consider a wedding the blessing of a marriage. It is just an official recognition of your marriage in the church. Beyond having a wedding, God must bless it. It is not enough to be pregnant and have a child. The child must be blessed. Thank you. It is not enough to buy a car. That car must be blessed. Otherwise, it will kill you. You were in this country. One Saturday afternoon. A very wealthy man. Who owns houses all over. Was building one house, some story building somewhere in the rich part of Accra. No, sit down Upscale part of Accra. One nice cool Saturday afternoon. He went to, you know, inspect his project. He was standing on the upper floors with workers, masons and carpenters. And the house collapsed. Everybody escaped. The owner of the house is the only one who died. It is not enough to build a house. The house must be blessed. It is the blessing of the Lord that makes rich and adds no sorrow. The world we live in does not recognize God that's, neither does it recognize his blessing. No wonder the world is tethering towards destruction and disaster. But you and I in church, when we join the church, must not join the church, but you must join in the building 
building of the church. Every church is an uncompleted project. It may be in an air-conditioned hall. In glass and steel. It is still an uncompleted project. Because Jesus said in Matthew 16, 18 that I will build my church. The church is work in progress. I said the church is work in progress. And you as a believer in the church must join in the building of the church. I'm sharing from this book the mega church. What is the reason why you must join to build the church? Number one. You must join in building the church because it is the most appropriate vision for a Christian who belongs to a church. When you find yourself in a church, let me give the point. It is the most appropriate vision for a Christian believer who is in a church. When, when you join a church, there are many visions you can have. To grab a husband from the church. To grab a wife from the church. To get a business partner in the church. So many reasons why people are in church. But I'm giving you a more and most appropriate vision you must have. Which Sense which is higher than any other vision. Even if you are looking for a wife, join in the building of the church. In building the church, you will find the most appropriate woman for your life. Because there are witches in the church. There are wizards in the church. You cannot just enter a church and look at a woman's hair and hips and body and decide that I want this as my wife. A wife is not a woman with hair. A woman who fears God. She shall be praised. And you cannot tell on a Sunday morning who fears God. Till so you are involved in the inner workings of the church. So even if you are looking for a husband. 
join in the building of the church. It is a more appropriate vision than a vision to get a husband in a church. A lot of men sitting here are not correct. He looks great. But he owes a lot of money in the bank. And if you look at the car he has brought. That car at the car park he brought to church. He has 10 years to pay for the car. So he will never buy you an earring or a piece of cloth. But when you join in the building of the church. You will get to know people for who they are. Nehemiah was also a child of God. He was a cup bearer in captivity. He was okay. But he had a vision for the house of God and for, for, for Jerusalem. Jerusalem. His most appropriate vision was the building of the wall of Jerusalem. And while he was in captivity, he prayed. He wept. It was his burden. The house of God, the wall of Jerusalem, should be built. Today, I came to encourage you. Don't let your life in the church be a life of just coming to church and going back home. Have a vision that you will join. You will do something. You will help to build the house of God. Number two, you must join in building the the mega church. Because it will lead you on a journey that will make you grow spiritually. When you join to build a church, that joining to build will lead you on a journey of spiritual growth. There is something called spiritual growth. Don't make a mistake. The people who don't go to church look for spiritual growth. They are in shrines. Shrines. Yes. Where the the fetish priests are. They don't go to church. But they are heavily in the occult. They don't go to church. But they go to lodge. Grandmasters. Wizards. Wizards. And you, because they are growing spiritually. You see a man. He doesn't go to church. 
but he's got a palm reader, palm reader, somebody, a woman with long hair who comes to read his palms every weekend. To tell him lies. Everybody is drunk. They, they may not hold the Bible. They may not go to church. But if you look into their lives, there is something spiritual going on. Even those who don't believe in God, Satan has caused them not to believe in God. So that he can get them at the corner he desires to get Ladies and gentlemen, there is such a thing as growing up spiritually. You and I who are in church, how do we grow? First Peter chapter 2 and verse 2. Desire the sincere milk of the word as newborn babies. Desire the milk of the word of God. So that you may grow thereby. So in the spirit, I mean, these are being called newborn babies, obviously. They are, they are grown-ups with parents, with beard, but spiritually, they are newborn babies. And a spiritual baby must grow and can grow. Many of us here are not growing spiritually. The only spiritual thing about your life is the coming into church and going out of church. Your business is growing. You are growing academically. You pass your exams. You are earning academic certificates. But spiritually, you are a liability. You are not growing. But God wants you to grow. Now, one of the reasons why we join in the building of the church is that it helps us to grow. It gives you a reason to approach God. When you serve the Lord, it draws you closer to God. Because God himself is working. Jesus said, my heavenly father works and I am also working so when you join to do something in the church to sing in the choir to join the prayer group to visit a church member to help with an outreach you are drawing closer to God and blessed is the man whom thou causest to approach unto thee. As it has been my experience. 
most people who don't join in the church work even spiritually don't even read their bible some of you here have not read your bible since last sunday that is if you were even in church you are sitting in church but you are heavily disconnected from god you are not different from an unbeliever who is snoozing somewhere this morning and i agree with you now, I understand you. I mean, what is the motivation to read the Bible? Because a lot of things in the Bible don't concern people who are not serving God. A lot of promises in the Bible don't concern people who are not serving God. Even Nebuchadnezzar who put Daniel in the lion's den whose sleep was taken away from him that night when he woke up early in the morning and descended into the den to see Daniel and what had become of him he shouted at the mouth of the den Daniel Daniel Oh Daniel. Oh Daniel. That's the God whom you serve. Has the God whom you served saved you? And Daniel answered, I am alive. The Lord has saved me because he saves his servants. In the night, he sent an angel from above to shut the mouth of the lion. God saves a servant. When you do something for God, he sees it. He sees it. He sees it. And he rewards you. He pays you back. A lot of things in the Bible don't concern people who don't serve God. Few things in the Bible are for people who just attend church. One or two. There's some 73 where he said, till I went to the house of the Lord, just understanding that you, you, you know some. But the power of God. The power of God is for people who do something for the Lord. Isaiah 54, 17. No weapon fashioned against me shall prosper. No weapon and every tongue that rises up against you thou shalt condemn you see it on taxis. But it's not for people like you. It says this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. The people who serve God are those against whom weapons of the enemy do not flourish. Some of you, everything Satan has planned for your life will come to pass according to schedule. 
Monumbi wahadi otanfona ashisha mo abrabonya ebebe pe 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 pe. Because you have no interest. Essence wo 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 we ni kunya mi ejuma. Putting in an effort to build the very place where your life emanates from. Essence wo ni kusa wo di wonsu wangu ding ebesh. We join to build a mega church. Because it leads us on a journey of spiritual growth. The last one I'll give you today as we close. You join the mega church building because it connects your life to something with a sure prophetic destiny. When we are arranging the chess, and you join us to arrange the chess, your life is connected to something whose destiny prophetically is guaranteed. I cannot guarantee that where you are working will be will still be there in 10 years time. Banks have disappeared overnight. Businesses have vanished without any trace. Now it's even getting worse. Even if the bank is still there, I cannot guarantee that you will still be working there. A, a lot of things around us are not sure. They don't have any prophetic destiny. But like our sister sang, the church is called the mountain of the house of the Lord. It is established. You, are, you just came. You are a new arrival. And you've also not read enough history. You don't know the attempts people have made to destroy the church. Emperors, kings, who made it their life's aim to obliterate the church from the face of Those kings are dead. But the church marches on triumphantly. Hallelujah! Amen. There was a man. An atheist from Switzerland. Switzerland, French, actually. His name was Voltaire. If you go to a part of Switzerland called Fene Voltaire, his statue is there. In fact, the, the place is even named after him. He predicted that in a hundred years, there will be no Bible on the face of the earth. Yeah. He studied the trends and his lack of fear for God made him prophesy that after a period there will be no Bible on the face of the earth. I'm the one telling you there will be no Bible 
Christianity will be finished. They sat in their rooms and wrote books writings denouncing God writings that change Europe permanently today the house where he sat to make that declaration is being used to build to, 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 to print Bibles it is a printing press for Bibles. You don't know the God you are contending with. He is great. He is mighty. He is powerful. And he said that the church is a mountain. May appear as if pastors are spoiling the church. But those who have faith and commit to the church on that day, on that day, those who have faith, when the trumpet sounds, you will know that there's a triumphant church that marches on in victory, from victory to victory. Hallelujah! Amen. And today, and a day, I want to inform you. It is not a small thing to be in church. There are people. So one day I preached in church and I said, There are people who cannot find their way to church. And I sister after church told me. What you said was so true. On Sunday morning, for many years, I didn't even feel like going to church. But later on, my mother forced me to go to church. I would wake up, dress up, have my bath and dress up, sit in my car, and be driving through town. I see churches but nothing draws me there there are people who want to go to church but cannot find a place to sit cannot find the right door to enter through but by the grace of God you have found your way through a gate through a door and you found a chair to sit on. Don't destroy this opportunity. Don't just sit aloof. Don't just come and write notes. Don't come and grab a wife. Solomon said there's an evil he has seen. A certain evil. How many of you want to know the evil Solomon saw? He said, a man to whom God I'm talking about I'm, I'm, I'm about to end and I'm describing an evil. A man to whom God has given all things wealth Houses, food, everything. But God has not given him the power to eat it. You can marry a woman. 
But the power to enjoy the woman. One day I was sick. And my wife brought some food. My best meal. I sat down. Wanting to eat the food. That's when I realized. That when God gives you food. You must also pray for appetite. It's not enough to have food. It's not enough to have a car. People are in cars with their wives. And they are having air conditioned quarrels. It is not enough to have anything. The blessing of God might make it possible for you to enjoy what you are. Join us to build a church. There is something you can do in the church. There's a prayer you can pray for someone. There's a song you can sing. There's someone you can visit. There's a kindness you can show. And when you serve God, he rises up and blesses your bread blesses your water blesses your home blesses your children blesses your body rise up to your feet and let's go as we close the service I want you to please close your eyes and bow your head. We are in prayer. There is someone this morning who wants to surrender his life to Christ. Wants to be born again. Wants to know Jesus. You want to say, Pastor? Please pray for me. Every eye closed, every head. You are here, you want to give your life to Christ. Please lift your hand. I want to pray. For you. Every head bowed. You want to receive Jesus outside, wherever. Lift your hands wherever you are. You want to receive Jesus. Yes. You want to surrender your life to Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. Lift your hand. I want to pray for you. You want to receive Jesus. You want to come to the Lord. You want to surrender your life to Jesus. If your hand is up, please come to the front. I want to pray with you here. Come. I want to pray with you here. Quickly. Come. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. And say this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father, are you, are you ready to give your life to Christ or you want to go back and sit down? I think somebody called you here. Do you want to stand here or you want to go back? Nobody. No usher should force anyone to come forward. It's a voluntary decision. You need Jesus. You come forward. So if anybody here wants to return, you can return. Lift your two hands. 
and say this prayer after me. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Today. Today. I realize I am a sinner. I realize I am a sinner. I've gone far from you. I've gone far from you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry. Today. Today. I return to you. I return to you. That your blood. That your blood. The blood of your son Jesus Christ. The blood of your son Jesus Christ. Will wash my sins away. Will wash my sins away. I can't hear you. Will wash my sins away. Will wash my sins away. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. I've sinned. I have sinned. I'm dirty. I'm dirty. Forgive me. Forgive me. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Wash me with the blood. Wash me with the blood. Jesus. Jesus. And give me a new beginning. And give me a new beginning. In you. In you. I thank you. I thank you. For my salvation. For my salvation. I will walk with you. I will walk with you. Now. Now. And forevermore. And forevermore. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.